Dogwood Golf Club is a truly unique hybrid golf club conveniently located near Smyrna, Vinings, and Marietta. The course is hybrid because they offer both membership and daily fee play. Owl fans, be sure to mark your calendar. The Owls Collective has a golf tournament scheduled for Monday, June 10th at Dogwood Golf Club to raise money for KSU athletes. Go to owlscollective.com for more details. Dogwood is a longtime supporter of all things Kennesaw, so be sure to visit their website at dogwoodgolfclub.com. Dogwood Golf Club, an official sponsor of the Owl Chat Podcast. All right, Owl Nation, you are now listening to the Owl Chat Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything Kennesaw State Athletics, with your hosts... Kai Millette, and John Finer. For the first time in the history of the Owl Chat podcast, we are doing an instant reaction to the Owls' 80, or excuse me, 91 to 82 loss to Queens in Charlotte to close out the regular season. I am coming to you guys from my car in a Harris Teeter parking lot in Charlotte, North Carolina. So a uh, bit of a different style for y'all today, but I am joined on the call by producer Nick and my co-host and partner, John. John, how are we doing? Well, I don't really care about the game, but isn't Harris Teeter, didn't Kroger buy them or they merged or something like that? So you can use your Kroger Plus card at Harris Teeter now. I have no idea, but I think they're closed. So uh, uh, tell me a little earlier next time, John, please. Well, I mean, it's 1038 right now. I mean, Kroger would be open. So obviously they're superior. Well, you know what? Kroger's a whole lot better. Absolutely. So that, you know, talking about grocery stores is probably more exciting than talking about the game, but um, you know, that's not what you're here to listen to. So um, we'll talk about what we just saw. Um, Kai, you know, I'll start with you. What were your thoughts on the game? Uh, It was, it was over from tip off. Uh, Defensively in the first half, we looked worse than we've looked, (laughs) excuse me, all season. Uh, we got destroyed on the offensive glass. I think there were a couple um, couple boards we got late in the game to make that line look a little better. But at one point, it was like 11 to 4. It was really bad. Um, the freshmen looked like freshmen more than ever. Um, I don't know. There's not a lot to take from it. Jamel King played uh, significant minutes for the first time in like three weeks and had like 21 and 9. Um, so that's something we got to be talking about. Um, Terrell burden, as much as I love the guy played one of the worst games I've seen him play in the last two years. Um, just did not look like himself. Uh, it's a struggle to find anything positive to say about this one, John. Well, burden is obviously saving up for Monday. So, you know, he's getting his, his bad game out of the way. So that's what this is Kai. And also Jason Holt did not play, which opened up the door for Jamel King. Um, we do not know, you know, exactly where Holt is. We assume that he's sick. Um, he was not on the bench or in the arena. Uh, so we'll see if he makes the trip to Richmond, Kentucky for Monday's playing game and uh, hopefully Tuesday's quarterfinals game. Yep. And, you know, as hard as we've been on Holt throughout the season, like it was evident today that we really need him on the defensive end. Like you could feel that uh, you could feel that loss tonight. Yeah, there, it was over from the beginning, and, you know, my heart wasn't into this. Usually when I'm watching an Owls game, I'm, you know, I'm into it. I'm engaged from the beginning, but this one kind of felt like I didn't even want to watch. Like, I didn't want to be there, and you know what? 
I think, you know, we're playing for seven to eight seed versus nine to 10. I mean, there's a little bit of a difference, but who really gives a damn? If I, a huge Owls fan, didn't even feel like watching the game and would rather watch, you know, reruns of something else instead or pretty much do anything else, can you imagine, you know, maybe the players felt the same way? So my theory is, and I'm hoping I'm right, that the players just didn't really give a damn. And that's that's scary. But that's human nature, I guess, in a way. And I guess it's better to look into it as the players didn't care than the players cared and they got their asses kicked by a D2 school from th- from two years ago. So yeah. that's, you know, it's, you know, I'll go, into, I'll go into professional wrestling. There's a character, a wrestler named Orange Cassidy. His whole gimmick is being too cool for school, the ultimate slacker. He doesn't show emotion. He doesn't care that the fans love him. But then when you put him in the ring and he actually, quote, tries, man, that dude can play. That dude can go. One of the best wrestlers in the business. And I'm hoping we are Orange Cassidy, that we just did not care. And that's what this is. And on Monday, you know, we'll get the juices flowing. There's going to be actual stakes involved. And, you know, we're going to look like a different team. So that's my hope. Yeah. Um but like you said, either of those options are bad. Um, I hope we didn't go out and just not give a shit in a conference game, um, you know, against the team that we were fighting for a tiebreaker with. You know, I, even though you said that like the seven to eight versus nine to ten isn't really that big of a difference. Like when you look back at the end of the season, you know, coaches are going to be like, we finished seventh this year. We finished ninth this year. Like that does make somewhat of a difference. Um, and you want to finish above your rivals. Um but yeah, I really hope it wasn't a case of us going out there not caring. But to your point, um, if we went out there and gave it our all tonight, uh, then we've seen zero progression um, since day one of the conference season. If anything, we've gotten significantly worse, um, which is twice as scary. Eight weeks ago today, we saw Terrell Burden drain a three-point shot to win a game at home against Florida Gulf Coast. The team that I saw play on the court tonight did not look like the same team that we saw in that game. And I think that's just scary in general. I know the season's kind of here at its end and we still got a game left. And I am trying to pull as much hope as I possibly can. But that that was a difficult watch. Yeah, it was bad. And Petway said at the beginning of the year, something to the effect, you know, when he was hired, you know, we can't get, he's like, I can't guarantee anything, but you're going to get that effort every night. And I, I don't think we met his standard tonight. And I will say this, and I, I think you guys might agree that if this kind of performance happens against Jacksonville on Monday, or even, you know, I mean, that's a great matchup for us, I guess. But if we don't win Monday, then there might be a big roster turnover. I think there's going to be a big roster turnover, um, regardless of what happens, but um, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot we could talk about there and, you know, we don't know anything official, so um, no point in getting too deep into that, but yeah, yeah, I mean, we, we dropped to Jacksonville and the season goes from, you know, a a disappointment to (laughs) an ultimate disappointment. We were talking about winning this thing, um, you know, a month and a half ago when we're three and oh in conference. So um, yeah, uh, kind of at a loss for words. Didn't we play Jacksonville uh, two years ago in the year in the uh, playing game and won? Or were we going to play Jacksonville and then they had to forfeit due to COVID or something? I don't remember. But uh, anyways, yeah, I think there's going to be a shakeup, you know, regardless of what happens. You know, I think the coaches are really 
you know, they're able to see more than we can, which players are putting in the effort behind the scenes. So if you have like half the team trying and half the team that doesn't, you know, try as hard or give a damn, you know, eventually things are going to, you know, conflict. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's important to remember that things were not where they were supposed to be this year, which means you need change. So this is not a bad thing to talk about roster change and turnover, like things need to get better. Um, and that's one way these things happen. Yeah. Amir did not have his team, his first year, we were worse than this. And there was, you know, we were less talented than this, but a lot worse than this. Yeah. yeah, And it was the same type of deal. You know, I was like panicked. I was like, Oh my God, we suck. And we were worse than anything I could imagine. Like I see, we don't have talent, but we're playing at a level below the no talent that we did have. Uh, but yes, let's move on from this one um, and talk about the conference tournament. I will read off the bracket. So there are two playing games, one on each side. Um, we'll start with the other side of the bracket and then get into uh, Kennesaw's. Um, they have uh, the playing game is number eight Queens versus number seven FGCU. Uh, winner of that plays Stetson. So these those games are going to be in Deland, Florida. Uh, FGCU probably, I guess, is that a, I guess that's a much closer drive for them. Um, and then the winner of Stetson and, uh, whoever wins Queens and Florida Gulf coast will play North Alabama or Lipscomb, the winner there. And, uh, the other side of the bracket is a playing game is of course, Jacksonville's the 10 seed. Kennesaw state is the nine seed. Um, there is really no discernible difference between finishing, um, 10 versus nine, none at all. Uh, so we will be traveling to Richmond, Kentucky to play East uh, to play each other in the play on the play-in game on Eastern Kentucky's court on Monday. And then the winner of that will play Eastern number one seed Eastern Kentucky on Tuesday. Eastern Kentucky is coming off a loss on Friday night against Lipscomb. I think Eastern Kentucky was up early and then I guess Lipscomb just went crazy in the second half. I just looked at I was score uh, scoreboard watching. I don't know what happened. Um, but the other matchup on that side of the bracket would be uh, North Florida versus Austin P. Um, North Florida spanked Stetson on Friday. Austin P. barely beat Cellar Dweller Bellerman on the road. Uh, so that's going to be definitely an interesting matchup. And um, I don't think the Owls have beaten either of those teams this year. So if we get by Eastern Kentucky, um, the semifinals don't look you know promising as well matchup wise. But I don't think right now with the way we're playing, you know, I could say that about anybody. Uh, Kai, what are your initial thoughts on the uh, tournament? Uh, first, I want to compliment your alliteration there with uh, Stellar Dweller Bellerman. That was uh, that was impressive. Thank you. Um, but we've beaten Jacksonville at our place. We've beaten Jacksonville at their place. Um, they are one of the worst teams in the conference. They're down there with us and Bellerman. Um, obviously, the chances of us getting to that Eastern Kentucky game are a lot greater than us winning it. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that we win the Jacksonville game for the sole purpose of clinching a 500 record this year. Past that, at this point, I don't really have any expectations. Um, we're playing with house money. Uh, like we said earlier, there's probably going to be a lot of turnover this offseason. So um, let's see what we can do with this group. Um, give them one more run. And uh, yeah, let's just <laughs> get to it with this clean slate of sorts let me ask you this let me pose this question with the way things turned out um you know with eastern kentucky on our side of the bracket and Stetson on the other side of the bracket just hypothetically you know would you rather play the 10 seed jacksonville who we've beaten twice who's probably worse 
you know, on their best day than either FGC, FGCU or Queens, which who would you rather play if you had the pick of the litter in those games, Kai? Uh, I wanted to play FGCU. Um, okay. That way we would have ended up at the, in the seven or eight game. And, you know, with a win, we'd play into land against Stetson. Well, I'm um, just, I'm just talking, I'm just talking, you know, no other factors involved. Who would you yeah. rather get matched up against? Um, and seven, eight doesn't matter. I just out, out of, out of, out of those three, I'd say Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville is by far the least talented and least impressive team of that group, but um, exactly. playing FGCU is fun and we've beaten them twice as well. So uh, that's what I was holding out hope for. But Exactly. And you know what? This loss might actually end up helping the Owls because, you know, if we win, if we beat Jacksonville, then it'll be like, we got a tournament win. Yay. And a tournament win is the nine versus 10 seed. It, I mean, it's going to be easier than versus either Queens, who we got our asses beat tonight, or FGCU, who is more talented than Jacksonville and can turn it on any night. Yeah. It does mean a little more in the A-Sun when not every team makes the tournament like other conferences. Um, so that's why you get a little bit of the flexing of the tournament wins. So I don't yeah. I don't hate it. You know, let's let's brag on it while we can. But also it's it's a poor look after what expectations we had. Yeah. And, and basically all my point is, I mean, so we, at this point, our expectations are hopefully we can win the playing game. And because we lost tonight, we get the easier playing game. So if you want to spin it, maybe we're in a better situation than, you know, perhaps if we did win, you know what I right. mean? Does that make sense at all? Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So, I mean, it would have been nice the way it turned out if Stetson could have taken care of business because Eastern Kentucky lost and, uh, you know, we would get a chance at them as the winner. Um, I would be a little bit more excited for the second round just to get that, you know, one, one tie versus Stetson and really get a decisive winner in the season series. Right. I mean, to be delusional for a second, though, if we do um, beat Jacksonville and then we somehow pull off the upset against EKU, you want to talk about momentum building, like you knock off the number one seed and it's like, OK, who's going to who's going to beat us now? So, yeah, that is something to keep in mind. Yeah. Anything can happen in these tournament games. Like I said, you know, maybe Kennesaw State is going to just all of a sudden be like, you know, we're sleepwalking for the last two months and, you know, we're struggling to find motivation. You know what I mean? It's like you have a, a paper due in school that you you're slacking in. You really don't want to do it. And then you realize like, oh, shit, I have, you know, six hours left to write this thing and get it submitted or I'm going to fail. Well, you know what? There's six hours left. And maybe that adrenaline rush of a game the, of a bigger stage and the game actually mattering and people actually paying attention, maybe that's just going to get us to focus in more on the game plan, number one, and to play harder. Obviously, I'm trying to be a little bit optimistic here, but, you know, that's the thing about basketball. You can look shitty one night and you could look great the next night. Right. Or, you know, maybe with some of this turnover that we expect to see in the offseason, uh, we get some guys who want to get some good looks in at the end of the season, <laughs> you know, before they jump ship. So maybe yeah. we get some extra motivation individually. Yeah, let's hope those guys don't uh, try to go into business for themselves, though. You know what I mean? Try to add some numbers, that kind of thing. You know, hopefully we oh, absolutely. play within the team construct. Um, but I do want to get uh, producer Nick um, in on this as well, since he's a big part of our team. And uh, you know, what are your general thoughts? It's it's an interesting position going into the tournament. I mean, I think all we wanted to see this year was like some retention of or semblance of what we had last year, which we weren't really going to get. It was an unrealistic expectation. And we're in the tournament. We're, we're playing a game, but there's just no juice going into it. I think if there was like a build to this point, 
and we had lost a lot of our games earlier in the season and didn't perform as well in non-conference as we did, it would be very different. But this is a sport of momentum, and we just don't have any of that momentum right now. We're, we're stuck as a fan base right now because it's like you want to root for your team, but also like do you really want to root for this team just to go watch them get absolutely smoked against EKU at EKU? Last year, we didn't even play well at EKU. We were only able to beat them on our home court. Yeah. So, like, who's to say what happens in that game after the bloodbath that we saw in Kennesaw? I I don't know if I want to subject myself to that. Like, it's not these guys. Like, dude, Terrell Burden and Damon Robinson will be getting their flowers for from Kennesaw State fans for the next 20, 30 years, hopefully. I really hope that. But this year just was not what we had last year with them or with any of the other guys who left. And I think it's like new chapter. Now I think we can officially turn the page on what was last season and this year's hangover from that season and kind of look anew for next season. Yeah. Everything about the Amir era is gone after uh, the conference tournament. Like it's over. We can move on and we can, we can shift gears and focus on the Petway era. Yeah. You'll have some semblance of, you know, leftovers and, you know, Amir was here, you know, you'll have probably coddle, coming back, that sort of thing, yeah. some reminders. But yeah, the the, the major framework of, um, you know, Amir is going to be gone. That'll be distant history. And, yeah. um, you know, we're going to have to grow on this year. So the importance is going into next year. We just need to make sure that we have the same mentality that we try to go in with every year, which is we're here to support our team. Because when we do show up as a fan base and, and, and get behind these guys and they're playing well, they deserve it. This year, towards the end, it it got a little smaller in the convocation center. We saw it happen. It was a progression. So let's just yeah. give it all a nice wash. If, if things don't go our way on Monday or on Tuesday, um, just let the season wash away. Go watch some baseball games, go watch some softball games, go follow the golf teams. Like <laughs> just get, get, get KSU basketball out of your head and reset. Yeah. CUSA is going to be a very different look for basketball completely. I, I truly believe that. Yeah. It's going to be a new era for the athletics program as a whole. You know, nothing's going to be the same. Absolutely. Uh, well, guys, um, you know, we don't want to, you know, dwell on it more, but uh, we do. We, I don't know what time the game is on uh, on Monday, but, you know, we'll keep you I up. I have it here at 7 p.m. 7 p.m. on Monday. Okay. And then... Uh, it, looks like, it looks like every tournament game for the first round is scheduled for 7 p.m. and then the semifinals and champ or semifinals are still tbd hey one thing to remember about that jacksonville game is they're going to be playing in front of about 20 people like no exaggeration there's going to be nobody at that game um so it's going to be a true neutral site and we're going to get to see really who's the better of these two yeah i i saw that bellerman had you know austin p in regulation at like a what an 80 i didn't watch the game but i was kind of watching on espn the espn app tracking it and it looked like they had an 85 percent win percentage with about six seconds left or something bellerman was up um by a point and with under 20 seconds to go um i think like the ball bounced out of bounds austin p held on and then um, Austin P drew a foul with like less than two seconds to go and they hit one of two free throws and then it went to OT and then Austin P pulled away. But yeah, that's a good thing that Bellerman uh, did not win that because number one, we didn't look good against Bellerman and number no. two, that game would be in Kentucky and they would probably have more than a few fans. Yep. I would not want to get Bellerman. No, no shot. 
yeah, not in not in Kentucky, um, and especially after that memory of that horrible uh, that horrible thing in the convocation yeah. center that I won't bring and, up again. And also, it just being Bellarmine, it's like they're four and twelve in conference, sure, but they just took the red hot Austin P team to overtime. You know, they can hang with anybody on a good night. Yeah, absolutely. They they scare me, and you know they didn't even make the tournament. And you know if they were healthy, they definitely would have. Uh, made it, it it's like much. it's like playing against the triple option. You know, you just gotta change your practice around a little bit, and you know, contort to some things that you typically wouldn't, even if they're not all that talented. Yeah, I I, I just don't want to see their center look like Jokic again. So I'm glad we don't have to worry about that. Uh, but yeah, guys, that's that's all I have. Unless you have any other ideas, um, or comments then let's let's get this one off the air let's get it up there so people can listen because uh it's a quick turnaround on monday there's no more uh, dilly dallying uh waiting until monday to post it so k for kennesaw s-t-a-t-e university k-s-u go owls thank you for listening to the owl chat podcast as a reminder, you can follow our hosts on Twitter X at Kai Millette and at KSU Owl Howl. Make sure you're following our show account at Owl Chat Podcast and have notifications turned on so you're up to date on all new OCP episodes. Be sure to check out Kai's publication at BigOwlBlog.com and John's KSU message boards at KSUOwlHowl.com slash forum. Until we return... Stay happy, stay healthy, and as always, Go Owls!